Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Wednesday morning. That was The Great Adventure by Stephen Curtis Chapman that you was uh, listening to right before I come on. And I, uh, good morning, Darlene. And as I've always said, uh, I, uh, Stephen Curtis Chapman's my favorite all-time contemporary Christian music singer. And uh, so, of course, you're probably going to hear uh, a lot more of his music. So <laughs> that's just the way it is. It's my show, and it's going to be my way. <laughs> So, but I uh, hope everybody's doing well. I know that uh, today is a somber day for uh, many uh, conservatives and Christians alike, and uh, so uh, it's uh, trying to make today as as best as we can, and it's all that we can do. But uh, I do hope everybody woke up well and healthy and uh uh, excited to start the day, and who knows where the Lord may lead or take you, and uh, so let's be excited about that, you know. Well, let's go ahead and let's look at our, uh, do our Pledge of Allegiance this morning. So if you do have your uh, uh, ability to stand and place your hand over your heart, uh, let's do that this morning. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord for that, uh, that pledge that we can say that uh, pledge for now. Uh, we may after today be saying comrade, but uh, <laughs> that's the way it is. Uh, Ed says, uh, good morning. Trump may be done. Our nation may even be done, but God has never done. That's the truth. He is in control. You know, that's one thing I was, uh, uh, hesitant in writing a, a post I made earlier. And, uh, cause I didn't want people to think I was trying to be smart and, or trying to make anybody feel dumb or anything like that. Yeah, that wasn't the point. It's just, I've been seeing so many of these conspiracy theories and, uh, these, these crazy things people are putting out there and, uh, like I said, I see one, you've seen a million videos. So we're going to be, Trump's going to declare martial law before Wednesday and, uh, we're going to have a blackout and, you know, all this crazy stuff, man. And, you know, uh, you take it with a grain of salt. And, uh, and I know people, uh, may believe that it's, it's true. And, you know, and for all you know, there's, you know, day ain't over yet. But, I mean, it just, uh, I don't want people to feel bad. It's just that uh, uh, you know we have to understand God's in control, and uh, these these people who are making these videos, they are uh, they're there for uh, no other reason to get a viral video. That's what they want. They want their 15 seconds of fame, so they want a viral video. And, and nine times out of ten, they'll get it. You know, it's, it's like I've said before. I um, you know, it's not that I'm I'm not willing to preach on eschatology. You know, I'm not. It's not that I'm not willing to to teach on the the, the end times. And then you know, and if Lord lays on my heart to do so, I will. I mean, you know, nothing's going to change that. But uh, it's just the fact that people are so obsessed and engrossed in that. Uh, I think it's a little too easy to want to teach on that, like a lot of pastors do. And and I, I think we can focus too much on things that yes, there's relevance. But uh, we need to uh, to make sure that our focus is on the fact that God is sovereign and God is in control and focus on our walk with the Lord, focus on the unchurched, the unsaved. I mean, I think there's a lot of areas that we need to be concentrating on that I think the devil is trying to pull our focus away. 
And that's why I put on there this morning that uh, we need to focus on uh, not this world, but the world to come. And that we don't get so entrenched in this world and its affairs that we lose sight of where we're headed as Christians, if you're saved. And uh, remember, the only way that you can enter through the gates of heaven is if you have professed and accepted Jesus Christ, your personal Lord and Savior. Okay, if, if you're watching this morning and you're saying, well, I'm a good person, I know I'll go to heaven. That ain't going to work. Man, I'm just telling you right now, that is not going to work. I mean, you cannot, be, if you are 99.9% perfect, you're still not going to get uh, into heaven. Yeah, you, our good deeds are but filthy rags in the sight of God. So, you know, we need to make sure that you have made that profession of faith, that you've accepted Jesus Christ's free gift of salvation, that you understand his substitutionary atonement on the cross. That is the only thing that's going to get you into heaven. And, uh, and I think a lot of Christians have just become so uh, involved in the affairs of this world. They have become lukewarm, apathetic, complacent. Uh, it's evident uh, in their day-to-day uh, -day lives uh, that they neglect their, their time with the Lord. Uh, they neglect going to church. Uh, you know, it is, uh, uh, that's what the devil wants, you know. And that's what I'm saying. We got to be careful not to give in to all these crazy things. You know, there's a lot of people out there. You know, well, throughout the ages, a lot of people have used uh, God's word in a bad way. I mean, even Satan quotes scripture. I mean, out of context, but even Satan can appear as an angel of light. And there's a lot of, uh, of um, uh, hyper charismatic uh, individuals out there whose theology is way off. Uh, you have apostates. You have the those who are preaching heresy. And uh, you've got to be careful uh, what you're listening to and pray for that discernment. You know, pray, Lord, give me the wisdom. Give me the discernment to know, hey, is this this person, what they're saying is on the up and up, or is this something I need to stay away from? You know, uh, I love the Lord with all my heart, and I want to preach the gospel, and I preach from my heart, and I try to, to, to preach exactly what the Lord wants me to do. But don't take everything I say as gospel. You need to go and research. Hey, did Matt, when Matt said this, does this, was this right? Was he off? Or, you know, let me, let me look this up. You know, hey, fact checked everybody. I don't care if it's me, my dad, or if, it, you know, if Billy Graham was still alive. You know, if you fact check people. You know, I've had people say, and man, I just, true, it, it makes me a nervous wreck when people say, yeah, I know if you or your dad uh, preached something, I know it's this, you know, there's no, uh, uh, uh you know, there's, there's no, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for this morning? Uh, uh, no wrong in it, or, or uh, it, you know, it, there's uh, no fallacy or something like that. And uh, and I hope, pray that's true. I mean, that's the goal. Obviously, we don't want to mislead anybody, you know, you know uh, intentionally or unintentionally. But that makes me nervous because we're fallible people. And uh, I've could have uh, just like last night, I was uh, telling Dad about a news uh, segment that's coming on, and I said, "Oh well, let me rewind it, and uh, you can listen to what I'm trying to say." And half of what I told him was way off. I don't know what I, I don't know what I was smoking because everything about half of what I told him was I was like, well, so how did I miss that up? So you know, we're fallible people, man. Stuff happens, but we've got to be careful not to give in to these sensationalists, you these Glenn Beck, Chicken Little, skies falling kind of scenarios. And uh, whether it's this horrible administration or any other that is to come in our future god is going to get us through it and let, you know if he tarries jesus may rapture us out at any time any moment any second so we've got to be uh be careful about that and we've got to be uh on our guards uh that we're not uh, uh giving in to these uh these, this craziness uh that's going on out there and uh 
uh, you know, it, it is, um, there's people just want to take advantage of, of those who are stressed and fearful and angry right now. And we've got to be careful about that. Uh, with that said, uh, that is going to lead us into, uh, our study this morning. Uh, if you have your Bible saying, look at John 16, 33, uh, John 16, 33 says, uh, these things I've spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. But be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that is some, some awesome, uh, awesome scripture that we could read this morning. And I, and I felt uh, it, uh, it necessary uh, to, uh, to expound on that this morning because of the, of the sense of disappointment that so many, well, 80 million people are feeling right now. You know, it is one thing to lose an election of somebody you support when it's fair and square. But to lose to someone who literally, unequivocally, unapologetically cheated to get into uh, office, you know, that's why so many people are upset, so angry, so fearful of the future because of what they were capable of doing. Uh, you, know, uh, there, you know, as I said before, there's eyewitness accounts, affidavits that were filed, video evidence, uh, the fact that these uh, mail-in, supposed mail-in ballots, uh, they didn't have to have verified signatures. I mean, it is, is obvious uh, that Biden and Harris cheated their way into office. And uh, no matter what you feel about Trump, there's no denying that. I don't care uh, if you like it. You can like it, love it, or lump it. I don't really give a rat's derriere uh, how you, uh, uh, what you think about that. But it's just, just the truth. This election was stolen up underneath us. That's why people are so upset and so angry right now, which rightfully so. And as I was telling you, Sunday, in dealing with anger, I'm right there with you. I'm, I'm angry. I'm upset. I'm, I'll be honest with you. I, the best thing for me to do is just not go out into public any more than I have to because my temper and my stress level is so way up here. Uh, I, I'm not going to lie to you. Just because I'm a pastor don't mean that I don't want to fight. I, be, I want to fight, and, uh, and that's not the attitude I need to have. Uh, I need to just chill out, take a step back. And uh, because what is it? Why? Why is that? That we we want to we feel that type of uh, anger that we feel that uh, we want to fight because we feel helpless. We want to do something uh, in regards uh, to the outcome of this deliberate cheating. Uh, that uh, that I think that's why we're wanting to lash out. And uh, and so I, I'm going to have to really tone it back. I've been really angry uh, towards my wife and and driving and it's just because uh, i'm just upset and i'm, I'm trying i got to i've got to want to reel that in you're going to have to reel that in and um you know and this and what the point is that we can deal with disappointment in life we're disappointed with this we can be disappointed with our past we can be disappointed with a lot of things in this world and you know one thing that god never uh Hid. One thing that he never, uh, uh, you know, you know, it's not like he said, "Oh, you become a Christian, everything's going to be roses." No, he never said that. In fact, he said, "You're going to have trouble." All right, so I was read here in John sixteen thirty three. You are going to have trouble. It's not as well. You might. 
or, or it's possible. No, he said you're going to have trouble. You're going to have trials. You're going to have tribulations. You're going to have problems. You're going to have things you don't like in this world. And sometimes God allows these things to happen to strengthen us as Christians. You know, uh, that's what I've said before, uh, that, uh, you know, sometimes, you know, when to find the purity of gold, it has to be put under extreme temperature. And the hotter it gets, the more the impurities float to the top. And you, and you, you, you rake that, uh, cross the, those impurities off the top, uh, so you can have a, a pure piece of the, of that metal. And so, uh, as Christians, sometimes we have to endure the flames. We have to endure the fire so that God can get us where he needs us to be. Maybe, uh, you know, as, as I said before, you know, this, this election was blatantly stolen. And we may see persecution uh, on Christians and churches alike because this administration has made no uh, apologies to the fact that they have no problem pushing the LGBTQ agenda to broadening what they consider hate speech. Uh, they may uh, use this virus to try to shut down churches. <clears throat> they, there's a whole lot of things that may that may happen, and if so, maybe God's using that uh, to wake a lot of fannies up and to realize that hey, uh, I need the Lord, I need Jesus Christ. Whenever Christianity, whenever and wherever in this world Christianity has been tried to be squelched, it has flourished. In places where, in this country, where we've had that freedom uh, to worship, a lot of time without that kind of persecution, uh, we're, we, we've had what we've been seeing, uh, a lack of interest, uh, that apathy, uh, and uh, churches closing down. So maybe the Lord may allow things to happen, transpire, to shake some people, wake them up, and realize, hey, I'm in need of a Savior. I'm in need of being in church. I am in need of Jesus Christ. And that may very well happen. You know, uh, I know I read a little bit each morning, but there are th certain things that I feel are important that, uh, that bear repeating. Uh, and this little paragraph is one of them. It says, also it is during the difficult times that we learn to rely on God and experience firsthand the absolute trustworthiness of His Word. We also learn the truth of what Paul taught. God's power is at its strongest when we are at our weakest. As A.W. Tozer observed, if the truth were known, the saints of God in every age were only effective after they had been wounded. So there's a lot of truth in that, uh, that uh, uh, sometimes we have to uh, uh, deal with those kind of uh, pains and losses or persecution or tribulations and trials uh, in order to make us stronger. And what I read, uh, this comes from the book, uh, Everything Happens for a Reason. God's Purpose in a World Gone Bad by Paul Enns, E-N-N-S, Paul Enns. So um, uh, I want people to think that I um, uh, was plagiarizing. I always want to give credit where credit is due. But, uh, but listen, everything happens uh, in accordance of God's will and power. Remember, he is sovereign. He is in control. This election being stolen it ain't like God said, oh, gosh, I didn't know that was going to happen. I mean, you know, God allows these things to happen for a reason. We may not understand it. It's hard for a finite being to understand an infinite God. But the fact that remains is he is in control. And God can use even wicked rulers to bring about his good works and purpose. And, I, and as I've said the last couple of mornings, that, uh, you know, even as wicked as Nero was, 
Paul and uh, Peter still said we need to obey those who are in authority, obey those governing authorities over us, and to pray for them. And we need to make sure we pray for this incoming administration. Do you think that, uh, good morning, Keith, do you think that I want to, to pray for these coming in? No, I don't. I can't stand them. I despise them uh, as people, what they stand for, their beliefs, their philosophies, what their agendas are. I, they're, they're wicked individuals. And the last thing I want to do is pray for somebody wicked like that. But that's exactly what the Word of God tells us to do. Pray for your enemies. You know, pray, Do good to those who would hurt you and persecute you. We've got to do those things. And whether it's this administration or someone in your personal life, you've got to pray for those enemies. And pray that God will touch their hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. It's not easy, but it's something you have to force yourself to do. But realize that we are never alone in our trials. We God is always there to hold us. God is protect us. In fact, in Hebrews 13, 5, it says, Keep your life free from love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And again, that's Hebrews 13, 5. So we can trust in that. Uh, that God is always going to be there with us, and he's going to take care of us through any situation. And uh, we can look at Philippians 4.13 uh, in regards to overcoming disappointment. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. So remember that in Philippians 4.13. Psalm 68.35 says, Awesome is God from his sanctuary, the God of Israel. He is the one who gives power and strength to his people. Blessed be God. And then, uh, if, and of course, you know, one of my, my favorite verses is Philippians 4, 6, and 7. Because, you know, whether it's it, what's going on in our world right now can produce a lot of anxiety, a lot of worry, even among Christians, even among seasoned Christians. And that's why I love Philippians 4, 6, and 7. And in fact, I repeat this probably every single time I have to speak because of my anxiety goes through the roof. I get so nervous every time I have to preach. And as Philippians 4, 6, and 7 tells us, to be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and supplication, let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So take heart in that, my friends. Remember, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So through whatever trial you're dealing with, whatever disappointment you've been dealt in life, you know, a lot of times, you know, we, you think that you should have been here at this point in life, but you're still way back here in life. Don't worry about that, man. God's got you, and he's got you where he wants you. You've got to trust in him and trust in that. But, um, um, in fact, one other thing I want to read just real quick here in regards to Philippians 4, 6, and 7, I think it's important uh, get over here to read uh, verse 8 and if you have your Bibles handy because it tells us exactly what we need to focus on uh, is in Philippians 4, 6, and 7 which I just read but verse 8 in particular I think is something we need to concentrate on finally brothers whatever is true whatever is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there's any excellent if there's anything worthy of praise think about these things all right so god's only telling not only telling us to not be anxious not be fearful let his peace fill us and sustain us but he's even telling us what to focus on what to think about so if you haven't already go to philippians 4 6 uh, 7 and 8 highlight that underline it and verse 13 because you can do all things through christ who strengthens you 
You know, in these last days, my friends, I don't know what to expect. You know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what trials we may have to face. I don't know what we're going to go through. How many more disappointments we may have to see before we die or before uh, Jesus raptures out of here. But one thing's for no, I can tell you for sure, God is in control and God has got this. And so don't give in to the, the fears and anxieties. Don't be fearful of the rapture of Jesus taking us out of here. And I think some people are scared of death. I think they're scared of Jesus rapture out of here. And when they're scared of seeing all these end time things, that's why they're so obsessed with conspiracy and, 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 and these, and eschatology. But the thing that is, man, we need to look at it with anticipation and excitement because if this is, these truly are the last days, we can smile because Jesus is going to, for those who are saved, Jesus is going to rapture us out of here. So we should meet and greet that, not with anxiety, but with anticipation and with excitement. Let's have a word of prayer. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for this opportunity to spread the gospel message. And Lord, help us uh, to be discerning and be sensitive to the leading of your spirit. Let us... Uh, take comfort and to know that you're there with us and that you are in control and lord help us to complete the good work that you uh, have put in us and lord let us be a witness and lord let us serve you well and lord if anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you let him pray this prayer dear god forgive me of all my sins jesus i know you died on the cross for me i know you rose from the grave for me come into my heart and save me fill me with your holy spirit Lord, I just pray that you'll be with uh, those in this nation, this world that don't know you, that they will come to know you before it's too late. Lord, uh, as I was honestly speaking, it does stick in the throat to even mention the names of Biden and Harris. But Lord, I do pray that you will touch their hearts and minds and every and any other uh, leader in this nation that they will come to know you and that you will uh, fundamentally change and transform uh, their their ways of thinking. And Lord, I do pray that uh, you'll be with uh, our Sister of Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and Linda David Feathers, and Ron Thompson, Roger Winters, uh, Jane Kitchings. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, uh, you'll be with so many uh, that uh, are dealing with so much right now, and that you bring healing and comfort to all these individuals. And there's been so many on social media, offering up uh, prayer concerns, requests, whether it's COVID-related, diagnosis, uh, death, Lord, and uh, I've always and, and I try to pray for each one of these, and Lord, let Your will be done in those situations. And Lord, just be with us, lead us, guide and control, protect us, and keep us safe and well. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you guys and gals for uh, watching this morning, and uh, it's always a pleasure to get to do these morning devotions. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't like getting up at four in the morning. I despise it with all my heart, but uh, I do look forward to doing the devotions each day. But uh, just remember, I know a lot of people are, uh, uh, thank you, Sheila, I appreciate that. Uh, I know that uh, a lot of people are trying to get away from Facebook and Twitter and all that kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, and if you're one of those individuals who think about uh, leaving, if you do, just remember you or anybody else, if you decide you don't want to do social media anymore, you can still watch, uh, on our website at flbconline.com, uh, each morning, uh, as well. And, um, uh, and also, if you haven't already, you subscribe to my uh, podcast at, uh, the Doc Young Chronicles on Apple Podcasts. Free of charge, audio only, no video, but you can listen to that or any of the sermons as you're going out and about.
about today. Thank you, Darlene. But I uh, hope everybody has a great day today, a blessed day, a wonderful day, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. God bless.